0: Like, if, you know, your ex gets a new girlfriend or whatever, and you're constantly being like, well, why the fuck is he with her and not me kind of thing. It's just your ego is just not being attended to in a way. It feels rejected. It's a little hurt. It's like a baby. It's like a toddler, literally, that it just needs to be, like, attended to because it's seeking that uh, validation in a way. (laughs) Hey there, gals. Hey there, gals. And welcome back to another episode of The Gals Guide. We are a dating and lifestyle podcast.
1: I'm Hannah. And I'm Emily. And we're, we're both, both power hungry.
0: Exactly. All the time. Always. Welcome, welcome to our, to our podcast. podcast. It's like we compete sometimes. I I'm like who is the you host. You go, you go. <laughs> we're co hosts, but it's like, okay, who? But this episode, who is taking the lead? Yes. Kind of thing. Yes. But you have exciting. News I do, for us. I do. It's also a sneak peek at your captivation, so we can
1: go ahead and get that out of the way. I got a puppy, <laughs> it's the cutest, it's thing so sweet. She is the best little girl. Thank you all for whoever participated in my Instagram story. Um, poll between the two names, we ended up going with both. Um, what are the names, Stella Luna? Luna's the middle name. Um, So we're calling her Stella. Don't tell Blaine. Um, But that was was the name you originally wanted. Yes. And um, yeah, so I'm super excited. She has been doing honestly really well. Like she whines when she needs to go out to the bathroom, which is really helpful for us. Um, She's had a couple accidents in the house, but like nothing crazy Mm -hmm. outside of like the normal puppy. Um, But like last night she woke me up once to go to the bathroom. Oh, oh. So she's like sleeping through the night. Pretty much. Oh, we get up early. Okay. But, I was is this a
0: good thing, nothing. Oh, no, this is a good, thing, oh, no, is a good okay. thing.
1: The first night, it was like four or five times. Oh. Yeah, so so we're making progress with that. We're kind of like trying to wear her out of that at the end of the night and yeah. just like play with her really hard and then um, all of that. But like she's so sweet. Like everyone – we don't know what she is. She's a mutt, so she's a mix of breed. Um, so it'll be really she interesting. She has different colored eyes she that are does. so cute. And she's so
0: tiny. Mm-hmm.
1: That she's is
0: like- the cutest thing about it. She, like, tuk- she was tucking her head, like, underneath my arm earlier, and I was just like, oh, my God, my dog is gonna hate me when You're, I get home. Yes, <laughs> yes,
1: yes. Chloe is gonna feel cheated on. Yes, for sure. Um, but your other dog definitely gets jealous, too. Yeah, Trooper gets jealous, but he... I think he really likes her. He's been playing with her way more. He like at first, trampled
0: her. He trampled her earlier. earlier by
1: accident. I stepped on her. It was like I stepped on her on her foot by accident, and then Trooper like trampled her. But at first, he did not want anything to do with her. I was like not at all. But now he she's like biting at him, and he's like starting to play with her. Uh-oh. Um, so they're really it's sweet little, together. It's his little sister and the, mm-hmm. the big brother. Oh, yeah. So so that's been fun. I'm, I'm a puppy mom now. Um. Welcome to the life. Welcome to the life. And then we, like, pre-recorded our episode last week, so I didn't even, like, tell you guys, but I released a single. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to talk about you. Um, so it's Came on the 16th? Yes. So it's on all streaming platforms, so please go stream it, share it. I love it. Um, I think it has such a nice summer vibe. Um, and stay tuned for a music video yes. coming in, like,
0: September.
1: Hopefully yeah, September Yeah, no. whenever. Yeah, I was going to say ever gets done <laughs> I'm
0: directing it um and editing Surprise. it and also at the same time moving
1: yeah so, so we'll see what the order so it'll is it'll be it'll be uh it'll be something else to celebrate so I'm really excited but the Airbnb we got for the shoot is so oh my god I'm going love it I want to move so excited. There. yeah it's really cool so
0: it's a really artistic like rustic
1: loft um mm-hmm. so
0: It's gonna be a lot of space to play with and the light and everything. Like me and my team, like we're really excited just to kinda get our hands on it and get started. Yeah. It's gonna be a blast. Yep. So what about about
1: you? What's been new? By
0: the time this episode comes out, my birthday will have passed. Happy birthday. My birthday was is July twenty-fifth. So by the time this goes out, it'll be July twenty-sixth. Uh and I will have turned twenty-eight years old. And I will get back to you on the results of the party because that is happening tomorrow before this is like recorded and everything so uh
1: i'm i have like such anxiety for some reason you have anxiety about your party yes okay Okay. i don't know know. i'll be calm i'll keep (laughs) the anxiety on my end calm i've had
0: well i think it's because like last night i had a dream where i missed the party like, I was asleep for some reason. I woke up at, like, 10 p.m. And, like, you never called me.
1: And I, I, did, I, I forgot. had the party without you. Yeah, like,
0: you, people were arriving. And then, um, like, you just kept telling people, like, she'll be here any minute. <laughs> like, I had no idea. I was like, I have no idea where you are. And, like, I forgot to get, like, the cake. And so, like, it was it was late, and then you were like, yeah, like, everybody's here, like, they're getting, like, really annoyed, like, they want to just, like, people are going, starting to leave, and I got so upset about it, I was like, why did no one call me, like, (laughs) um, so, like, that it felt, and I hate when I have dreams that feel so realistic, like, that one did, so I, harbored anxiety from that dream into the day so yeah. um hopefully just keep feeding me alcohol i will, uh, I will. So that it's that gonna that be so fun good. we
1: have you bought cute decorations mm-hmm. we have i have now purchased like four different clothing <laughs> items for this um for this because you are i'm aware. not a planner i mean i know i am a, you planner, are a planner but i don't know what ha- well, i got a puppy that's what happened yeah, i'll blame distracted. it on stella you got distracted <laughs> got really
0: distracted basically though this is such a leo Vibe of me that I am making everybody have a dress code for this party like you have to show up wearing white or beige and shockingly like everybody's gone along with it I've gotten some flack from some people because they were just like I have to go buy a new outfit I'm like you're welcome you're gonna look great now thank you so much like why didn't you not have a white dress to begin with that sounds like a you problem not me
1: I don't know white dresses are hard to come by like good solid white it sounds like a you problem not me okay well okay (laughs) your dress isn't even white so it's not it's beige it's beige i got a beige one that i think i'm gonna like a lot but we'll see but
0: (laughs) i was like like i was like white jeans and a white shirt it's not that hard just someone just you can come like that and everybody's like well no like i want to get more dressed up i'm like okay see there example exhibit a like you i give you a simple option you don't want the simple option you want to dress up there you go power dynamics (laughs)
1: this is true I'm, I'm excited i think it'll look really cool
0: i just am, i'm so excited because everybody's gonna walk in wearing white and beige and i'm just gonna be like oh my god you guys all did this for
1: me i did this i did so
0: this great. i did it because some of my friends were like yeah if i asked my friends to do this they would be like <laughs> no i'm gonna actually wear the exact opposite I'm gonna wear black of all that black. now yeah. So I'm really thankful that my friends um are love doing you. For me. Mm-hmm. And one of my some of my friends, one of my friends I work with, she her boyfriend was going to like wear this one shirt that had like a speck of white on it. It was m- majority like black and white stripes. And she's like, "No, you're not wearing that because I don't want to hear it from like I don't want you to show up and me you be the only person who's not been the dress code and then I'm associated by dating you and then I have to show up and then I have to Emily's going to come over smiling and be like
1: What what is this? Like we talked about this. We like what happened here. Um, She's
0: like because that's embarrassing. I don't want to go through that. I'm not going to be dating the only person that's not following the dress code. So you're going to go buy a white shirt now. Thank you so much. Yeah,
1: everybody needs a solid white shirt. Yes, you absolutely need that, and at least one, if not more, because they stain really well. I mean, easily. A white
0: crew, a white short sleeve crew neck, white jeans, white sneakers, a white dress. Literally, all basics
1: that you can incorporate (gasps) into a whole dress. Works, I could wear my Nike Air Force ones, that would be so cute. Sure, I don't care. Actually, probably the wedges would look better. Yes, okay, thank you. Thank you. Okay, (laughs) awesome. Wow, love that. I'll just wear that you know when I'm out and about without you. Okay, cool. Awesome. My friend Kristen
0: sent me her outfit and i was like "Ooh, i like that one and then like wear your hair down and like waving she's like wow what is she gonna tell me to do next and i was like i mean i'm just trying to help you like earlier you didn't know what you wanted so now i'm helping you you're welcome that's all i should be hearing is thank you yeah it's all i should be hearing from anybody about this is thank you
1: because exactly. you're going to see
0: the photos and then you're going to be like, wow, they all look amazing. Look yes. at that. We have to take a gal's guide yeah.
1: photo. Yes, Like one of, of them has to be. Before everybody gets here. Yeah. Yes. Like we have to get like artsy with it. Like yes. we have similar nails. Shout out to our nail tech. Absolutely. Um, Who wants to come on the podcast still? Literally, I'm I'm here for it. <laughs> we can do a quarterly advice column with her yes. because she's really good at giving advice. She's so good. She's so You'll good. You'll get that Capricorn energy right there. Yes. Mm-hmm. We love Capricorns. <laughs>
0: So your captivation this week has been your Stella, puppy. Absolutely. Mine, I would say it's probably. So I've gotten back into some old skincare that I used to use. I used to use like a lot of Sunday Riley products. And I know they're going to price your price tag and everything. But I started using Good Jeans again. And when I incorporated that back into my routine, my skin has looked amazing. I feel like it's been really, really clear. Basically what it is is a lactic acid um, exfoliant serum. So you can wear it every night. And it's a gentle exfoliant, unlike glycolic acid, which is a little bit, like, extreme, I guess. Not too extreme, like, it's in a lot of products, but it's a lot, like, tougher and, like, more intense. Lactic acid is basically what's in milk, uh, and it is just a lot more gentler, and it's really good for dry skin, but it helps with happy texture... Pores, all that good stuff,
1: and yeah, my skin looks amazing. So I'm sitting across from you, and it looks perfect. Thank you. Like you yeah. don't have any foundation on right now because no. you got your lashes done. I got done, my right? lashes done. And, Did you get your eyebrows done? They look, look really done. good. I
0: got them done a couple of days ago. They look really so good. Yes,
1: literally at this party, I'm getting. I'm you self
0: tanning tonight. I'm g- self
1: tanning tonight too, girl. We are about to look. I'm fire. gonna be at
0: the peak of my hotness. Like mm-hmm. unless I got plastic surgery and like Botox or whatever, mm-hmm. like I could not get physically any
1: hotter yeah. than I will be tomorrow night I'm proud um, of you I love it so can't wait I can't wait to see the dress in person like I've only seen that dress oh, right. in yeah. photos that's right of like multiple people but like yeah I'm very excited
0: um, yeah it's here's hoping that I don't have like a, a nip slip or anything that's like okay. that because it is very like low cut uh and okay. low back if it happens it happens you it know happens. It, it's, you're, a, it's my fine. it's my birthday suit for everybody to enjoy happy Thank birthday <laughs> But before we, I guess we get into today's episode, uh, we can go over a couple housekeeping things really quickly. Make sure you guys are following us on Instagram at thegalsguidepod and on our personal social medias. Uh, mine is at Emily Elise. And mine is at Hannah Nicole Adams. Also check out our website, thegalsguidepod.com. Send us an email like if you have questions about anything. Hello at thegalsguidepod.com. I don't know why I'm throwing this out like I never do. Uh, Love
1: it. <laughs> please email us we're gonna do an advice column so if you need advice go ahead and get get uh, started doing get that. started
0: on it uh if you listen to us on apple Podcasts,
1: make sure you guys are
0: hitting that subscribe button leave us a five-star review we actually have a brand new review that we got another day do we really yes and I wanted <laughs> do you to see read how much it. i check <laughs> i wanted to read it because it was like the cutest thing ever oh so we got a review from a girl named gina she said i love this podcast i literally want to be best friends with emily and hannah i love that they are cultivating a platform for awareness and self-love among young women thank you so much Aww, that's so that. sweet i will be your best friend thank you i love it it's adorable so make sure you guys leave us a little review and you could get a shout out in the next episode and also if you're listening on spotify hit that follow button as well and let's get into today's episode so one thing I want to talk about today,
1: because it's my birthday episode, so I could to pick the episode topic.
0: <laughs> I'm fine with it. That's less
1: things that I have to think about right now.
0: <laughs> but it's like, it goes kind of into it, like the whole like leader thing or whatever, mm-hmm. um, which is power dynamics and not just power dynamics, like in the workplace and like in friendships, but also in relationships, because I definitely think that there is a heavy role of them in relationships. I wanted to know what you thought of that before, like we dived into everything. Like the power struggle? Yeah. Yeah. I feel like I mean, because I think it's hard for like any couple to be like completely one hundred
1: percent neutral, right, even. right. And I think like we've grown up in a society where, like the man of the you know, like mm-hmm. that's kind of what we've been taught, but, you know, people are trying to change that outlook on life. and so I think there's, and I think too, it really depends on the person, like if you have a fiery, like headstrong person, like, who's, like, a control freak or, like, an overthinker, like, they're going to be the ones. Are you talking about me? <laughs> well, yeah, you and myself. Um, they're going to be the ones that, like, want to be in control. And, like, it's really hard to let go of that and yeah, incorporating that into your relationship and, like, learning, like, what you can let go of, like, your power. Mm-hmm. But, like, Like, leaving room for the other person to also be able to, like, step up to the plate. Yeah. It's really hard.
0: Because I think, like, when you allow someone else to kind of, like, be in control for a moment, it is more powerful in a way. Because staying in control is a safety net, I think, for a lot of people. Especially for me. I'm literally speaking about me. Right. It is... uh, safety for me to just be in control because then i always say like if i'm in control and it i'm the one that does sit or whatever then uh, i can only be mad at myself i, don't, I can't get mad at anybody else because it's my fault and i'd rather be mad at myself than like you or anybody else and that's just like a courtesy kind of thing i'm also mm-hmm. sometimes like in relationships i'm just afraid that you're gonna fuck it up <laughs>
1: Yeah, well like when you're when you are, when you do hold the power, you kind of can like manipulate the outcome. Yeah. And then when you let go of that, you, don't have you have th- no idea. You don't have to try as hard. Well, right. It's like, well, I'm in right. control. Like it's
0: mm-hmm. he's like in love with me mm-hmm. and you know, he's the one pursuing me. So I don't really have to try that hard. Uh, because after all, he's the one chasing me, kind of thing. And I think it goes into that like chasing mindset, which I was having a conversation with a friend the other day, and that was just the reason that I thought about this episode was because there has been somebody who has, like, I've been, like, talking to and everything like that. We've just been texting. Nothing more, nothing less than that. And basically, he has had, like, a crush on me for, like, a while now, like, since 2019.
1: And Pre-COVID crush. Okay.
0: I was, like, I was... like That was, like, a, that was a like dark, light years ago. That was ago. a dark time for me. I was, like, it's oh, okay, wow. It's okay. Okay. <laughs> and that was, like start this podcast Mm -hmm. time that was like i was still doing the doctor Mm -hmm. and the musician time yeah dark times for this one right here it's
1: okay
0: everybody has them i i mean i'm flattered and everything it is also interesting for me because granted i will also say this too every relationship i've been in i have never liked the guy first true yeah i've I've always said i've only chased one guy in my life and that was in a 2012 and i will never do it again Mm -hmm. (laughs) i haven't done it since but to that point though i haven't been interested in anybody new since the beginning of 2020 when i was dating the actor so it is i feel like i've taken a break i've done a lot of self-reflection i've you know really enjoyed being alone and i forgot what it's like to have someone pursue you and be interested in you And I think the reason I feel sometimes weird about it is because I've done so much self-reflection that I realize when I'm chasing somebody, typically I have them on a pedestal Mm -hmm. and that's who they really aren't, they really aren't that person. And... It's not a good thing to do that because then you have had this on the pedestal that they cannot live up to. And so I am in a position where I worry now that that is how I'm being viewed, that I'm going to disappoint that person. So when I am the one that's chasing somebody, I'm in a weird way, I'm not in control, but I feel like I'm more in control of my own heartbreak. Right. Yeah. That's what it is. Mm-hmm. And being pursued doesn't feel safe. To me, even right. though like I'm like technically like I guess like the one in con- quote unquote in control I guess, but like
1: you didn't start it like yes. they did. So I don't know like what the intentions are. Mm-hmm. I don't know where this is going. Where like when you pursue someone, you know exactly what yes. you're. I know what I want. But you know what the end goal is. Yes,
0: I know what I want. I know why I'm doing this. I know what my actions, the meanings of it all are, and everything like that. It's like I can't read what you're wanting, where this is going, kind of thing. And that unpredictability is scary to me which is why I result to you know self-sabotaging in some ways and like pushing that person away and everything which I'm trying not to and luckily I have friends that are keeping me very accountable of that in a way and like this person who knows where this could go like and me and him have both said like we don't know where this is gonna go mm-hmm. like we just are like being pen pals right now basically yeah exactly that's all it is at, at this point and I'm like my anxiety wants me to overthink and go like, okay, like this is the next step, next step, blah, 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 blah. Like he told me he had a cat. And I was like, oh no, you're going to hate me. Like I'm allergic to cats and everything like that. He's like, well, if you ever do come over to my place. I was like, oh, that's right. Like,
1: you know, I'm, like we don't even know. We don't even really even like, happen. yeah.
0: Well, wow, That's so, that's so right. Wow. I'm just embarrassing myself at this point. Okay, cool. But on that note though, I think the one of the first things that can kind of test what the power dynamic is in a relationship is whose house do you go over to more or who's always texting first and everything and i've heard a lot of people say like oh if you go over to their house they're the one that's in control i disagree with that i do too i think that if i i one i, I never allow men over to my place because it is my space it is my sanctuary if i go over to a guy's house i can leave whenever the fuck i want mm-hmm. i don't feel like I'm, I'm you know being forced to stay there i can leave i have an exit strategy whereas if a guy's at my place like unless i'm being like completely rude I, like, I don't know yeah. how to like take mm-hmm. them out properly mm-hmm. and everything without being like a bitch like okay like i'm going to bed and some might think that's an invitation when it's definitely not. Right. Uh so I also just don't want like that male energy disrupting
1: my your, space. your feminine space. Like, yeah. I'm like mm,
0: no, I don't need you. And I also don't need you knowing where I live. Also mm-hmm. to safety aspect of it as well yeah. if I don't know you that well. So I disagree that whoever's house you go over to is that that person is the one in control. I really think that it's the opposite because I like the power of just being able to like
1: get in your car and leave
0: yes Mm -hmm. Uh, at any given moment and I think it's also cute when they beg you to stay and it's like "Mm, no I'm good thanks bye thanks bye granted I will say though too I don't I never know what to do and I don't know if you know what to do when you go to somebody's house and like you don't really like especially if somebody like you like and like it's um a friend's it's different because my, fr- you could tell me to get the fuck out of your place and it wouldn't. Yeah, matter.
1: I'm normally like, okay, well, I'm gonna like yeah. take a shower soon, and you're like, yeah. okay, cool. Like okay. I was planning on going anyways. Like can, you know, you person, can read me. Yeah, when I can, I'm I can like read ready when you're done, and I just sometimes like, am like,
0: just tell me when you want me yeah. to go because I have no plans. But if I'm going to a guy's house, I'm like, I, it's like three o'clock in the morning, like or like not even that, like because this is a stint, like it's midnight.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You're not pushing me out the door. Did you want me to like hang out longer? Like I can't, I can't, you read, can't read it. Yeah. I will say like the actor did a great job about that. He would just be like, "Okay, well, like I got to go to bed soon." And I'm like, "Okay, cool. Bye." Like I would just leave because he knew I didn't like spend the night or anything like that and made that very very clear at the beginning of it. But like Fucking John Mayer, I had no fucking idea with him. I was like, it's midnight. Like, do you want like, me to stay or what? go? Because
1: you're wide to fuck awake. Right. And then if you ask the question, they're like, oh, like, it doesn't matter. And I'm like, no, I need to like get a definitive. Like, I need you yeah. to tell me So, like, I will always, doing. like,
0: leave early, I feel like. And I don't know if you want me to stay or not. And if you think that me leaving early means that I'm not into you when I am into right, you. right. So, I don't know. And it just would come down to just having more effective and better communication, honestly. But let's be real. I don't know how to do that
1: sometimes in the moment. If we're being completely honest, well, and you, and it's awkward. It's awkward to be like, "Do you want me to go?" (laughs) Because they're gonna be like, "Oh no!" And then you're like, "But like, no, like, do you want me to go?" It's like, "I will. I will happily leave. Come back another day. It's totally fine." Like, I get
0: it. You, you're not Edward Cullen. Like, you need to sleep. I understand. (laughs) If we could all be Edward Cullen, we would get so much done.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Truly, so many
0: tasks. (laughs) Truly, but I also think, like, with texting, I don't think that that matters as much anymore.
1: I'm so tired. And this just might just be me. I'm so tired of the well, wait for him to text you or wait for her to text you or you know, whatever. Like, no. If you want to talk to somebody, just I don't think it's the texting first. That, I don't think texting first is what
0: matters. I think it's who ends the conversation that matters more.
1: Mm. hmm Because like, like who doesn't respond. Yeah, because And then you have to start it again. <laughs> bingo. Away. Which I'm like, okay, cool. Whatever. Like if I really want
0: to end a conversation, I'll just heart
1: like, the last thing you said, and then it's, like, you have to double text me at this point. Like, that's honestly, you, my group text with my mom and my sister and Blaine are literally, literally the only people that, like, if I didn't respond the night before that, I will literally respond to the conversation that we were having the next day. Like, I will, like, follow up. But, like, other people, I just, like, like it or heart it or, like, carry on and, like, bring up a whole other new conversation. Don't even, like, don't even circle back to what it was. Yeah, because
0: i don't want to text somebody all
1: fucking day. It's exhausting. We don't, don't even text as days. much as we used to. We're no. both so busy.
0: I don't care if I'm dating the person. I don't want to text you all
1: day. Yeah. Blaine and I don't Please text all don't day. don't text me all day. The only people I text all day are my mom and my sister. Like, <laughs> and even then, like, I'm at work half of the time, so I cannot respond until the end of the day, like, when I can mm-hmm. sit down and, like, digest everything that was said. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I just, I, I find myself, I'm not, te- I don't text as much as I used to. Like, yeah. I feel like I used to text all of the time. Like double text, Whoa, triple text. Well, between us, I'm like, what the fuck is I want to say? I'm like, I don't even know. <laughs> I would rather just hang out with you and like yeah. go get dinner. Or yeah. like talk through Instagram message when we're both on at the same time. <laughs> like, or what? Like, we have like, like five whatever. ways of communication. Yeah, like, like
0: there's five different channels and we're having a different conversation on yeah, every single I don't, one of them. Yeah,
1: I definitely don't think it's who starts it. I think that's a good point. Who ends it. Yeah
0: because then
1: like it's like okay well they literally didn't want to continue the conversation
0: that was the thing i was texting somebody the other night and i sent you the screenshot of that text mm-hmm. message and like he was like going in on the text thread and i'm like replying i was like yeah like i'm vibing with this and everything like that and i thought the conversation was going to continue and then he just like closed it to a draw and i could just tell he was just like yeah good luck with that and i was like yeah like blah 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 and then he hearted my uh last message and I was like okay cool you want that was a hard stop okay randomly. that was
1: yep <laughs> right, he was hitting the bed
0: I was like <laughs> that was the most random like definitive okay I'm basically done with this conversation I'm like you were just going off sir but okay whatever mm-hmm. you do you mm-hmm. so yeah I think depending on the relationship it's something like if you're don't know where you guys stand or you're confused or whatever if it's like you and Blaine I don't think it really matters
1: yeah um, no no I just I hate the whole like wait for them. It's like that's not how you get stuff or done they in don't the like text. That, that's not how you get stuff done in your job mm-hmm. or like in your friendships. If it was your best
0: friend, you wouldn't you act would like that. You would literally
1: not act like that. Like, I don't, I, I think that's the part. And I get like you don't know where it's going to go, but, but like you're, it's not going to go anywhere if you don't put yourself out but there. But it's also putting that person on
0: a pedestal, thinking that like basically like they are above you or some way that you cannot text them first or like thinking that you're above them or whatever. Like, just text them how you would a friend.
1: Right. And if just, they don't vibe with it, then go ahead and get like, get that out there. And, because like, if know, you're like, yeah, make get that
0: known. I, it's a game at that point. Like, if you're just like, waiting for their text or whatever like they're probably waiting for you to see if you'll text them and then like boom there you go no one's texting each other it's a missed connection and then you're gonna end up looking for them on Craigslist right right (laughs) Craigslist (laughs) I said said missed connections and that's where I tied that one in for you thank you yeah Craigslist is kind of creepy (laughs) okay so do you really want to end up like on the missed connections of Craigslist looking for this person so basically if you don't want to end up on Craigslist just text the person first and, and just be done with it
1: Yeah, get off your high horse and just text them. That's where I'm summing that up
0: at. That's where I'm summing (laughs) that. That's great. But one thing I constantly fear (laughs) when it comes to, like, a power dynamic is, you know, unreciprocated, like, love. Because, like, for me, I've never had it reciprocated back to me. No one's ever told me that they, like, were in love with me. And I think it's my mom and my dad and, like, you. (laughs) love you but like no guys been like oh my god like i'm in like i'm, I'm in, love in love with, love with, with you. you i've yeah. never had like like you and blaine i feel like are like a good example of it because granted i mean when y'all met when you were teenagers you had that obsessive Mm-hmm. love and i've never had that reciprocated back to me like for me like when i'm in, to be in love with somebody like i have to be obsessed with them and that's how i know i'm really attracted to somebody and if i don't feel that way immediately that's when i start to self-sabotage and thinking that it's not worth it and you're always like just give it a
1: chance it's only been a am like of stop fucking self-sabotaging it's stop nitpicking just ride it and vibe it like because like not.
0: if i look back like i wasn't obsessed with the other guys Mm-mm early on either and that's the thing i had to remind myself of that, that grew well and i
1: think that like obsession phase happens it's probably not more healthy. in high school though yeah. when you think about it like i i mean after i got out of high school i was not ever like obsessed like that with a person mm-hmm. in, in the sense that like i like couldn't think about anybody else um so i think that's like an earlier on it's probably not like as we're mature either. no it's not it's not but like and
0: it, for me like i just I guess it's these over-consuming thoughts that are romanticized because I need to be completely inspired by somebody and almost have them turn into my muse. Like, the guys I think about where I was, like, at that obsessive love point, like, they were a muse for me in that way. They inspired me. They pushed me. But I guess that you don't have to have that obsession in order to be right. in love with that person. But I feel like when someone is feeling that way towards you, like, I'm sure every guy, if they knew that I felt that way about them, they'd be like, oh,
1: <laughs> Amazing! I'm like really you're not I'm just mentally ill well and <laughs> you're also a creative and a writer and I feel like that in and of itself because of all of it's the pedestal thing it's, again yeah it's I mean you have these expectations because you want your life to be like a movie and I mean yeah that's that's a hard line to like I think I, I wonder if
0: it's expectations or standards sometimes in a way because yeah I, honestly
1: I feel like it's more just standards
0: because yeah like I, <laughs> honestly I, yeah because like, I just
1: I think high expectations like is equivalent to like just having high standards like you you expect to be treated a certain way because either your own father treated you that way or you watch yeah. your father treat your mother or your partners or whoever like you've, you've seen that love and you've mm-hmm. seen what it can look like so you're not gonna like lessen you're not gonna take any less yeah so I've gotten
0: to a point where I I wonder if I'm gonna find that and I'm fine if I don't but it's no longer I don't I think in a moment when I find that true love it's almost like if I do because I constantly kind of fear a little bit that I'm never gonna have it because it's like I'm turning 28 and I haven't had that big romantic love that I know a lot of my friends have had and it I don't, I just don't want to settle for something boring. Like I know a lot of my friends have always like pushed me to date somebody who is not in the creative like entertainment industry. They're like, date a finance guy. I'm like, that just seems absolutely boring. No offense to people dating finance guys or finance guys in general, but like, I just don't think I could be happy settling down like with a sixth grade history teacher at the end of the day, because it's hard. Like even like if he understood like all of my life, that's the thing. A lot of them don't
1: that's where the issue runs into and it's like well you could explain it i'm like it's almost like i feel like i feel like someone outside of the industry would see it as being selfish
0: yeah that was one reason what the reason somebody outside the industry i dated was a doctor because i'm like you understand the uh, They're like the on call. Like yeah. you're
1: always on call. You always have to be ready to go. Long hours. Like you give up your life to do what you're doing. Yeah,
0: like long hours, missed holidays, mixed weekends, all that kind of stuff. And that was the reason I dated him. I'm like, oh, because you understand like where I'm coming from on that. And we both understood each other and had low pressure to it. But most of the guys who aren't in, in the entertainment industry that I know, like they they just don't get it. And people in general not in the entertainment industry, just well, don't get it. Yeah,
1: and like – Your family, like if you choose to have a family and you're in the entertainment, like your family dynamic is going to look different. Like it's not going to be a traditional looking family. You're probably going to have some sort of nanny. Yeah. You're going to have some sort of caretaker involved in your child's life because you're not going to be able to be there 24-7. Absolutely. So you have to find, it's almost like you have to find someone who's okay with that kind of life. Like literally it's just like okay with your lifestyle because it is a lifestyle and
0: be okay with my fiery and like temper like i'm an enneagram eight like we have talked about so many times on this podcast i'm a leo whatever thing you want to go by or whatever Mm -hmm. that shows that i am somebody who likes to be in charge and is very i guess i feel like i have more masculine traits than anything and finding somebody who can match me with that and but the confidence I think it goes down to confidence and ego in a way too which we can get more into but I think that I need to meet somebody who is comfortable meeting me at the same level They don't need to meet me at the same level that I am at so that they are almost like I don't want to say dominating because that's not the correct word to use but they are just so self-assured and so powerful like I am and like successful or whatever or more than me that I can then fall into more of a relaxed um more feminine type of role in the relationship which we have to talk about in our next week's episode mm-hmm. but it has been hard when I feel like I'm overpowering sometimes and I if I come off intimidating, that's not my problem. That's the other person's problem because I'm not purposely being intimidating, I think. It is something that like you're just coming from a place of insecurity in a way. I have enough confidence that I'm not insecure and your ego is getting damaged because of how I am successful in a way. And I think that that ego is what comes into play with a lot of these power dynamics and relationships because... Your ego can be a really good thing. I think your ego can motivate you to do certain things. Like today I saw a girl in my pure bar class who like her body was amazing and I was and she was just killing it and I was so envious of that that it made me push harder Mm -hmm. to do better in my class. Those are times where your ego can help you I think. Right. It's when your ego starts masking your confidence and masking your insecurity that it becomes damaging in a way because it's jealousy and it's you know that, that fake security basically what i mean is like i think confidence when you're looking at it it's being able to be vulnerable mm-hmm. being if af- not afraid to talk about your insecurities and being like you know i think a lot of people when they talk about insecurities are like oh i'm just like you know Never on time, or like I'm a perfectionist to a fault. You know, like the lies
1: that you put like in the, like a uh, interview or whatever. Like when you like, try to take the negative and make it a positive. Yeah, yeah. Basically, when you yeah. do in a job interview. Exactly. Yeah. But like, like a religious- I'm a perfect perfectionist because yeah. every boss
0: is like, okay, yeah, sure. Like I just have a really hard time like letting go and not, yeah. You know, like until being it's in perfect. Right.
1: Like whatever. Uh, it's- Whereas I'm like I worry all of the time and I'm an <laughs> overthinker. And my boss was like, yeah. Like, I appreciate you like telling me that. I'm like, yeah, yeah. because you're going to find out the first week I work here, I'm going to be in your office and be like, I am panicked. But like that actually, like, like, I don't know, like just opening up and like owning your insecurity, insecurity like it's confidence mm-hmm. and it's
0: respectful and people, it makes you human. That's well, the and, thing.
1: and then people know that about you and they can approach you in the situations that you're in, in a different light instead mm. of. Thinking that you're gonna like be hard at work perfectionist when really you're just sitting there and like can't do anything because you're so worried about something. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I think I am
0: better at it now than I was before. Cause with the doctor, I was in my confidence by telling him, hey, I have a fear of vulnerability and intimacy. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he was receptive of that and understood and allowed me to take my time with that. And then he used it against me and that was where I noticed a fear coming back into my life after that I'm like well if I'm ever vulnerable with somebody again and I'm open about my insecurities they're just gonna weaponize them against me like every other person has before like because I, I mean like I was bullied like in middle school and I feel like that was one reason so like I have a large ego. Like if you meet me, like I'm very, very confident I have a very large ego. And people are always like, oh my gosh, she's such a true Leo. It's just that I don't think I'm better than everybody else. I just used to hate myself. And I I think you had to work hard
1: to get where you are now. Like it's not that you just like woke up one night and you're like, wow I'm freaking awesome. Like you had to like literally work on yourself and like love yourself to get to the point where you are now. Yeah. And so I kind of refuse to go. Back to that
0: place. And with that, I didn't probably go about it the most healthiest way because I wasn't in therapy at the time. And so I built up walls around it and would get defensive about certain things. And then you know, you meet somebody who allows those walls to come down and brick by brick, they're helping take it down, but then they're also taking those bricks and slamming them back into the wall, being like, ha you're a fucking fool for trusting me. And it's like, okay, well, this is just going to be a cement block. We're just going to strap right on into this, to this fort and no one's getting in, just absolutely no one. And I just remember, like, I would date people and, like, we're so far into this relationship kind of thing. I would love to know about, like you know, your exes, how your past relationships were and everything like that. But I'm not going to bring that up because that means I had to bring up my past. And I don't really think you want to hear about it. And it's literally like, I have no problem telling the person like with the actor, like I had no problem telling him about my past with my um, past relationships. It was just me not ever bringing it up because I thought, why would you want to hear this? You probably just, you just, you don't care. Kind of thing. And it was because of the Of doctor. everything that happened, yeah. <laughs> this, this is also why I just will not date anybody who's in the industry because clearly they just, you know. They well, don't. I yeah. just don't trust anybody anymore. Yeah. And it has happened to me where I just have to, you know, have more confidence in that if somebody doesn't accept my insecurities or my vulnerability, it has nothing to do with me and everything to do with them. Right. And exactly. Like I think a lot of people, they I, I I just
1: think back to like middle school. Like remember Ask FM and like Form Spring? Oh my gosh, those were the worst things ever invented. Like
0: if you think people if, were terrible, like then that's the thing. People who are truly happy and confident and just enjoying their life they're not going on like they're not trolls they're not like right you know being bitches to you or like if they're lashing out at you in public or whatever like that's someone that has something going on inside of them that they have not processed and dealt with and their ego is acting out because it feels like it needs to in order to protect itself whereas like somebody whose like ego is like calm and tame i think it was like this little like the hormone monster like in big mouth like, like this little monster that's on your shoulder or whatever the ego like if it's calm, tame, chillin', vibing out, like it's not going to be aggressive like that, and feel mm-hmm. like it needs to defend every single thing. Like I feel like Karen's, like their ego is like this, like um, it is the fucking woolly mammoth sometimes. Well, be- Karen's aren't happy. No, Karen's
1: aren't happy. People. They're
0: trying to find something to take it on somebody else in order to feel like they have control and and power in the situation, and the dynamic when they don't, mm-hmm. and they're uncomfortable with that, mm-hmm. and that's because they have insecurities and lack of confidence. And it, I think it always just comes back to that of where you allow your ego to kind of reside uh, on your shoulder and how big you allow it to reside. I think anybody, especially in the entertainment industry, you and I both have probably, you know, we've dealt with it where it's like, you know, why the fuck do they have so many downloads? And like, we don't kind of thing those, but especially in the early years and early years, like it's only been like two years. <laughs> it's okay. I, yeah, I get what you mean. <laughs> early months. But... And I know other people, a lot of my friends do it as well too, where you're constantly in that state of comparison in a way, but it's just because like your ego is unsatisfied and it doesn't feel calm and tamed. Like if, you know, your ex gets a new girlfriend or whatever, and you're constantly being like, well, why the fuck is he with her and not me kind of thing. It's just, your ego is just not being attended to in a way. It feels rejected. It's a little hurt. It's like a baby. It's like a toddler. Literally, that it just needs to be like attended to because it's seeking that uh validation in a way. Mm-hmm. Like for me, like that's why I went and like saw like John Mayer because I was seeking validation from something else in my life where I wasn't, you know getting, getting it f- from Yeah.
1: Yeah. And so like
0: it's that constant cycle of why you like girls always say like it's, you know, to get over a guy you gotta get under another one. Because,
1: because you're seeking yeah. that validation that it's you, like a drug that hit you, yeah that you've had for so long yeah. and then it just um, like cut, totally drops off but when you cut that person out
0: you know you're back to like thinking about the other person before that you were using them to get over mm-hmm. it's this constant dopamine chase that you're always trying to get that and your ego is never going to be satisfied by it until you realize that they're they not wanting me them not wanting to be my life is their problem it's Their issue has nothing to do with me. I am great here on my own. I am my own person. I am my own divine energy. And if they don't want to be in that, that is fine. Go somewhere else because clearly you're not meant to be here. And I can keep flourishing on without you
1: like I was before. And to like piggyback off of that, I feel like people forget that like not everyone's going to like you and you don't like everyone. So like not everyone out there is for you and I feel like people like I always forget that I'm like why don't they like me and I'm like well I don't like everybody that I meet so why do I expect everyone to like me exactly that should not be an expectation that I have
0: yeah and the ego doesn't have to think have to be a bad thing like it like I said before it can push you it can motivate you to do better like I used my ego to write what I wanted to for my film and you know you use it for your music and everything Mm -hmm. to push you like I'm going to use this creative energy I'm going to use this like anger to kind of you know level everything out but you also have to watch it and make sure that's not you're not using it to sabotage yourself because that is the easier option for you to have Uh, and I think whenever you and it's never something that's going to be completely solved no, definitely not. Like, I
1: don't even know what the solution would be. Like, I can't even no, think of a solution to, no. the, to the issue. It's
0: because it's that – I think it – I am not anybody who is certified in any of this to even speak on it, but I know that there's, like, that inner child that you're – that's attached to the ego, and, like, when your ego's wounded, that's what's wounded, and so it's making sure you're taking care of that inner child. It's whatever childhood wound you have where, like – you feel like you are seeking that validation from that is something that you'll have to like literally see a therapist for. I cannot tell you, or we have a therapist on and they help us with that one. Cause I don't know how to even dissect that, but I know that those two are intertied. And, and I think we talked about this a little bit with Dr. Karen and uh, our empowering dates episode. Cause she is an actual like psychologist. So like mm-hmm. she knows her shit. Yeah. She was <laughs> awesome. And I feel like we, we talked about that a little bit and we've talked about the ego I think like with Case Kenny as well, and with John Berger. So there's so many episodes that you can reference, and we will we'll leave it link in the show notes for you guys to check out. Uh, because this is something we can keep going on and on about. <laughs> Truly, yeah. But yeah. I think that in relationships, that's where a lot of like petty little fights come from. It's someone's ego being hurt, and instead of you know taking this moment, like if Blaine forgot to like put the fucking dishes up in the dishwasher which he has okay like instead, i just it, do them the next day like yeah but like even not regardless of that you're like okay this is become, like something bigger like it's becoming a habit it's like okay and now like it's i've asked you to correct this you're mm, not doing and you're not okay, it. Okay, okay okay yes i'm getting really annoyed with this now i feel like i'm being your mother and instead of just communicating that you get passive-aggressive
1: like, or like, like, like leave a post like leave a post like please un, like please unload the washer <laughs>
0: like mm, all the dishes are dirty oh wow that's you know what could solve that would just be you know taking the, like, whatever yeah, maybe. yeah i don't yeah, fucking know yeah i'm not passive accustomed so i don't know but i think in those moments instead of taking the opportunity to see what the issue is and communicate and have effective communication a lot of people like use their ego as a way to self-sabotage the situation and mm-hmm. feel like okay well now we're having this fight okay now this fight is turning something bigger and now i have to win this fight mm-hmm. and winning a fight is never going to solve anything and this is coming from somebody who's super competitive so like i understand i feel like i had to have the last word a lot of the times that's how i was also raised like with like my father whenever we would fight like it almost felt like i'm like whoever has the last word and he would get mad at me if i felt like i had to have the last word i'm like because i feel like you have to have the last word like you're trying to have the last word and it's just never getting resolved now we're fighting about fighting and it's just snowballing to this bigger effect and when you're constantly trying to be the bigger person like quote-unquote bigger person you're not really the bigger person because you're just trying to place the blame onto that person instead of just seeing you and you versus the problem you're seeing it you versus you um you two yeah you know what i mean mean. i'm I'm sorry i'm trying to talk in third person and it's not working it's confusing it's It's okay (laughs) okay. i've been following instead of seeing person a person b versus the problem you're seeing it person a versus person b Mm -hmm. uh and And the problem is just it's their fucking space it's like looking down above you guys like you're fucking idiots (laughs) (laughs) this omnipresent thing that's just like judging you hardcore but it's just because you don't want to probably admit that you're wrong or that there's something else that's bothering you and you're not taking this moment of frustration to be vulnerable with your partner Mm -hmm. and
1: well it's really hard to like step back and see it from their point of view too like you don't want to do that because you're like oh crap like they're oh the last a, they're thing i want right. to do is
0: have to change my opinion in the argument and be like i'm um, sorry i'm sorry that
1: i actually yeah i can it's see like, where you're coming from trust actually me there's been so many moments
0: whatever. there's been moments and like at sometimes i would have fights like with the doctor where i was unsure if i was being gaslighted and that was why i started apologizing halfway through the argument because you never fucking know with him but there's some fights where i've had with people about random fucking things and halfway through i'm like fuck
1: i am in the wrong but we're just gonna We're just going to keep saying that we're in the right here, kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Instead of like taking the step back and be like, actually, you know what? You're actually right. Yeah. And and it's not even, like you said, it's not even so much right or wrong. It's just like, I think people forget to like see it from the other person's shoe, play Mm -hmm. devil's advocate, do Mm -hmm. all of that. But Mm -hmm. although, yeah, like you're, it's just like, because like you want to be right. Like you don't, you don't want to upset someone, but you also like want to be treated fairly. You want to be right. And yeah. It's just a constant cycle of like, trying to be the one that is like winning like oh yeah and i think
0: i think a lot of the times too when people say like oh like me and my partner we never fight that's
1: not good well there's ways to have a fight without it being like a, a fight. fight like I think people, it's literally yeah. just like conversing about something that either made you upset or you disagree on it doesn't have to be a fight yeah for it to be a like disagreement absolutely yeah yeah it's just it's just like learning how to like healthfully get through it yeah. instead of like, it's like are yelling not, and screaming. Yeah. And
0: like, are you not fighting because you're having a healthy conversation like that and you're getting to a solution? Still a
1: disagreement. Yeah. You're still not. Or on the are same you page. just like
0: being passive aggressive about it and just swallowing what you want and not being vulnerable about like what is bothering you at the yeah. core, which is only going to explode later on. And it's just not healthy for anybody. Like, those are the two differences, I think. And I think a lot of people, like, you know, you just, you're getting that, letting that power and that ego, like, get ahead of you in that way. And for me, like, there were times where I was upset with the doctor where I was just like, I'm not gonna bring it up because it's just easier. Like, there were just times where I'm just like, let's just have a good day today.
1: Oh, and like, (laughs) when you have to say that, no. Yeah. And i mean i know you know now yeah. but like if yeah. you have to say like i'm not gonna you know let's let's try to like make this one a good like a good date like that's 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 why like all my it's birthday circling
0: sort of back to that yeah. huge fight like that's why like all my birthday two years ago in 2019 like it just got to the point where i had just kept being like it's fine it's, it's fine. fine it's mm-hmm. fine to he didn't understand why i was having this reaction it's because i have been And granted, like, that's not his fault that I haven't spoke up about it, but it also is his fault because I was afraid to speak up about it in Mm -hmm. a way because I was afraid of your reaction. He didn't
1: make you feel comfortable to be open and vulnerable. No. Even though he thought he was. He thought he had the power in that whole
0: entire situation. And it's like, because the one time that I did voice an opinion and I did voice what was bothering me, I got negative repercussions from it. And I was like, well, we're just never going to do that again. And so I I just didn't feel safe. And if your partner's not making you feel safe where you can speak out about it, please leave that relationship because that is not a relationship that is Stockholm Syndrome. I don't fucking know. I don't know It's It's manipulation. Yeah. it's, it's, It's abuse. Like you should be able to feel comfortable coming to your partner and being like, hey, like I really just don't appreciate that you didn't put the dishes up. I've asked you like, 10 times to do it I know that I can like I don't mind doing this one more time but I can't keep doing it I have a busy schedule like it would just mean a lot to me if you like if you see that the dishes are done just put them up it would just lighten my load you don't even need to go into that much detail yeah. like you just, shouldn't have to because yeah. it's the fucking dishes
1: right But, like, but that, yeah that's a good example like, yeah like it just just please do it
0: if I ask you to do something like can you please just do it I and then have if to you ask me to do
1: something like I will do my best to get it done like yeah it's it's not just me telling you what to do. It's yeah. you also telling me what you need me to do. Yeah, like, I just don't think that people feel like they can communicate yeah. like that like with me. Like if it's dishes, uh, we're gonna use the dishes uh, example again.
0: Say like my partner like wanted me to put the dishes up, and I keep forgetting. Okay, I have ADHD. I'm going to forget that unless I do it right in that moment. And if I can't do it in that moment, then I'm gonna be like, okay, like I'll remember. If you really, if it's that important that you. I do that for me. I always tell my partner, I'm like, write it down. Like, they tell me to do something. I tell anybody, my boss, you, anything like that. I'm like, write it down. Like, put it on a dry erase board, on a post-it note, reminder. Somewhere where I'm going to see it. it. Because otherwise, I actually will forget because I have ADHD. Mm -hmm. And like, you could tell me to do something and then like two seconds later, it's gone. Unless I... And that's why if I usually... And everybody's like why is that sock sitting on the floor for like four weeks i'm like i haven't gotten to the point where i'm okay with picking that sock up and putting it in the drawer i will eventually and it's until that inner gear of in me is like okay today's the day we're picking up the fucking sock i'm just gonna forget to keep doing it and just be like oh that's something for like me to worry about later on mm-hmm. and then i have people who get frustrated with me because i forgot to do x y and z and it's like i need you to literally write it down because I will not, if I, if it's out of sight, it's out of my mind. That's why like a lot of my friendships like fizzled out because it's not that I don't remember you or I don't want to talk to you. Like I love you. I want to see you all the time, but if I'm not see, talking to you every single day or seeing you every single day, whatever it may be, I will forget that you were in my life and <laughs> yeah. forget to communicate yeah. with you because with people who have ADHD, like it is out of sight, out of mind, and. It's just it's just it happens like when you have it and I make an effort to explain it to people who are in my life like it's not that I don't I'm forgetting on purpose or I don't want to do it or whatever it may be or I don't want to talk to you it's just I forget sometimes and I need a learning curve please thank you so much yeah. and but again with that I'm being vulnerable and mm-hmm. I'm communicating that to where I'm like, okay. I want to respect you by, you know, doing what you're asking me to do, but I just need you to adjust the curve a little bit for yeah. me. Yeah. Yeah.
1: That's all And like, they might not have known that, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I, I feel like it's just so, it's not simple because I know communication is its, its own beast, but I mean, as a speech I mean, like, I don't like asking
0: for help at no, all. But, no. And God, me asking for help at work especially is like the worst thing ever, but it's And my responsibility and my power and my vulnerability to be like, hey, like I really I'm, I'm so confused at what you're wanting me to do. Can you please break this down for me?
1: Mm -hmm. And then, and then they'll be like, oh, okay, well maybe the way I'm explaining it is not working for her. Like, let me try something else. Yes. And I think that people just forget that like communication can be scary and like doing these things can be scary, but like just breathe and just tell it like it is. And I promise you it, it will help. Because they're going to adjust to you. And then they're going to learn that about you. And then it's not going to be an issue. And when you're doing that, you're taking back your power in Mm -hmm. that
0: way. When you just think that you're better and like, I can figure it out myself or kind of thing, even when you can't, like you're not letting your power rise to the top because you're letting that ego get in the way of your confidence. Like an ego doesn't need to feel like it needs to ask for help. Confidence is being like... I think I know what I'm doing but I just want to double check with you just to make sure so we don't have to have this discussion all over again kind of thing that is what it is like I know where I'm strong at this but I'm not I need clarity here uh can you just give me a little bit of that that's what confidence is I think and not letting your ego just get in the way of that basically
1: perfect
0: so I guess like for our survival tip for this episode I would say that the ego is confidence masking insecurity and confidence is being able to be vulnerable and talk about insecurity. When you lack confidence, it is needing validation from others and refusing to get close to others. So just making sure which one is speaking for you when you are trying to have more effective communication with your partner, your work, your friend, wherever it may be. Is it coming from that little monster ego on your shoulder or is it coming from the confidence that's on your back?
1: And so that does it for today's episode of The Gals Guide. Make sure to follow us on Instagram at The Gals Guide Pod. Also like us on Facebook at The Gals Guide and become a Gals Scout in our Facebook community. You can also hit us up on our website, thegalsguidepod.com and our personal social media, which we will have linked in our show notes. Also, if you are listening to us on Apple Podcasts, please rate and review. And then if you're listening to us on Spotify, go ahead and subscribe to our podcast. So thanks for listening, gals. And we hope you come back for our next
0: journey.